Do you love Oculus Quest Cast and want to know how you can support the show? Please visit anchor.fm forward slash Oculus Quest Cast forward slash support to learn how you can become a supporter today. Thank you. Welcome to episode four of Oculus Quest Cast. I wanted to take just a quick second to thank all of you for listening. Thank you so much. It means, it really means a lot to me. Uh, if you've been listening from the beginning, I am so glad to have you on board. And eventually, I would love to hear feedback. I would love to hear from you. And, and maybe even some of you would like to come on the show and give your input, give your feelings on things. If you disagree with me on a particular game, I would love to hear that. I would love to hear why I should like it because you like it. And, and I think um, that would be a really good segment to have in the show. And if you are new, if you're brand new here, if you're starting right from episode four as your episode one, well then welcome aboard, partner. <laughs> we... We talk about Oculus Quest and games here, so let's uh, let's get started. Today's episode is going to be a spotlight episode, and that means I don't particularly have a ton of games to talk about, but the games I do want to talk about, I, I really want to highlight what has drawn me to them, why I have interest in it, everything I could find out about it, and... Essentially, if it's going to be something that is going to highlight the Oculus Quest. Also, I have a a really interesting, really, really cool um, piece of... What's the word for it? It's not really a piece of hardware. It's, it's something that would definitely complement the Oculus Quest and, and in your gameplay for it. I'll get into that in a bit, but first I want to talk about the games. So there are four games I want to spotlight today. The first one is going to be Population One. If you've heard of this game, it is uh, developed by Big Box VR. They're out of Washington, and they have a piece of technology they've created called free motion it's a battle royale vr game and i'm looking at it and i if, if you remember episode one i said that i would love a fortnite style game and this looks to want to fill that void for me i i am super interested in what it's about and i definitely want to get into that a little more the the next game i want to uh spotlight is going to be Battlewake by Servios. And it, it it it's a it's a pirate game. You 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 man the helm of a pirate ship and I don't know why it looks so intriguing to me, but it really does. And I'll get into Servios and who they are and what they've developed and maybe you will all get a sense of the type of games they want to bring to VR. Uh, 
the next game, it just popped up today in the Oculus Quest store as coming soon, and that's Republic VR by Camouflage. It was developed by a studio called Camouflage. And I've been wanting to play this game for a few years. It's one of those games where when you walk into a game store... You see it there, and it's reasonably priced, but you're like, man, this is kind of cheap. Is is this a good game? But the fact that it's a stealth-style game now for the VRI, and it's going to be $14.99 here in the U.S. I think it's $10.99 in, in euros and, and wherever, whatever else price in other places. But here in the U.S., it's going to be $14.99. I want to talk about that game a bit. It looks like this is the platform that I want to try it out on. And then lastly, I want to talk about a game. It's more of a visual novel. It also just released today into the Oculus Quest store called Tokyo Kronos. I would maybe review it, but man, $40 is a tough tough pill to swallow. And then the product spotlight. It... It is an infrared illuminator, and I'll tell you why that is super interesting when we get to that point. But for now, let's go ahead and uh, get started with Population 1. Alright, we're going to get started right now with Population 1. Before I do that, I just wanted to let you guys know, I pick certain topics for discussion and I, I, I do my research. I, I definitely write things down on talking points and, and what I would like to discuss and go over. But I don't really have a script per se. So I don't want you to be jarred by the fact that sometimes I'm gathering my thoughts when I'm speaking. I feel like I definitely get my point across best when I am I'm free-flowing here. I'm pulling the cork and just letting it all out. I feel like I couldn't be who I really am if I if this entire thing is scripted. So it is off the cuff. It is my thoughts as they formulate in my mind. And I appreciate you being on board with that. I appreciate you being uh, patient with me. If I know episode one, I had a lot of technical issues. The recording did not sound great whatsoever. Uh, I have upgraded some equipment so I can make things crisp and clear and deliver my message to you with clarity. So <laughs> let's um, let's get started here. Let's let's get our hands dirty. Population one. Now this is a game that's de- being developed by Big Box VR, and they've developed this technology called Free Motion. Now, if you go to their website, they kind of give you some details on what free motion is. And I'm just going to quickly read it right off their website. It says, free motion is a new way of moving in virtual reality that gives players the freedom to climb anything and fly anywhere. We've spent months researching player comfort in virtual reality in the same way the UK Royal Air Force studies pilots in motion sickness. I'll be honest, I didn't know the uh, UK had an Air Force. I just thought it was all Navy. Um, 
Moving on. Through many playtests, we've developed advanced technologies that allow players to freely move in virtual reality without limits or discomfort. And then it goes on to give some numbers here. It says they've done 1,038 hours of testing. They've handpicked 209 playtesters. Uh, they had 56 playtest sessions. And they added that they went through 3,651 cups of coffee. Um, so there's, there's numbers. doesn't really break down what free motion is, but I'm guessing it was to help them design the game so that people don't get motion sickness when they play, which, you know, I, I appreciate that effort for sure. So there are a few things you could do right now. Uh, I'm going to be including the link in the show notes for this episode. Uh, but there will be a link in there for the teaser trailer on YouTube for Population 1. Um, and just some of what they're highlighting. They're saying you will play the game in a giant world. Uh, explore fight and loot in an expansive one square kilometer world. One square kilometer. I mean, I guess that's pretty big. It says, climb everything. If you can see it, you can climb it. Scale tall structures to gain tactical advantage. I could see this being a one-up on, on Fortnite, but I, I could also see it as being, you know, shooting fish in a barrel, easy targets. If I saw somebody climbing up the side of the building, I'd be like, oh yeah, I'm taking this full out. Fly anywhere, glide into the battle, travel long distances, surprise your enemies. I do like the jetpack aspect of flying anywhere. Build anything, of course, and it looks very much like Fortnite, except it looks like um, you just point and click and it automatically appears to build. It doesn't take its time to build the structure. It just, the pieces pop into place. It says VR crossplay multiplayer. Now this, this is super exciting. Play online solo or in teams using Vive, Oculus Rift, or Windows MR, or Oculus Quest. And then it says there's single player missions. Um, complete single player missions. Practice your free motion tactical skills against AI robots and drones that hunt you down. Now I don't. I wonder if they're being careful with their wording and saying that there's single-player missions, but they don't really mean that there's a single-player campaign. And maybe it's just a playground so you can kind of get the feel for the game and how, how you can hone your skills, essentially. But it doesn't say that there is a single-player campaign. It just says that there are single-player missions. Um... Yeah, on their website, there's a lot of screenshots. There's um, testimonials from playtesters. That is what I wanted to get to. They have an open beta for this. And they have the option for Oculus Quest users to sign up for that. I did that today, actually. I will be including the link in the show notes. So that if you wanted to try the beta for this game, you can sign up. And apparently they pick people every week to play test for the beta. 
um, you do have to sign an NDA, and then you can't really talk about what you see or do in there, which I'm totally fine with. Um, what I'll do is I'll just nod my head if it's good and or if it's not, and then you guys can imagine seeing what you want to see. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so, so that is population one. Um, my first impressions is it looks more like PUBG than it does Fortnite. And we all know that PUBG is not the Fortnite killer it wants to be. But people still play, and, and it gets along. If we truly are moving to a VR realm, I mean, this one has a great head start, but I personally believe that if Fortnite decided to jump to VR, he would probably take off there as well. You you guys want to hear about Battlewake? Battlewake. This, this looks like my jam. So here we go. All right. So, I have the fact sheet in front of me from Servios. It looks like a Miss Amy Pantia from Servios posted this. And this is what it says. It says about Battlewake. A vast matey. Larby High Seas Mayhem Ahead in Battlewake, a VR-exclusive seafaring combat game from the creators of Raw Data and Creed Rise to Glory. Ah, if any of you out there are fans of Creed Rise to Glory, speak up. Hit us up. Hit me up on uh, Twitter, at OculusQuestCast. Let me know through email, OculusQuestCast at gmail.com. Also, um, you know, you can leave a message for me on Anchor, and I can get on here and and play it for everyone to hear. So if you want to be podcast famous, just let me know. I'll hook you up. Um, anyways, let's let's move on. It says, become a mythical pirate lord, captain a massive battle-ready ship, and wield ancient magic as you embark on a larger-than-life nautical war for the ages. Featuring game modes for every style of play, from single-player PvE to cooperative multiplayer gauntlets to PvP deathmatches, Battlewake delivers a rip-roaring vehicular VR adventure and watery chaos. Hmm. So far, I'm intrigued still. And I love these screenshots. I, I, I just want to take down this Kraken, man. I, I want to crack at it. Cool features, powerful ultimates, and abilities. Become Diego, Rev, Calavera, or Zhang, and channel ancient magics for special and ultimate attacks only recalled from Tall Tales. Ah, it points something out here. So far, I know that we can pick from four different pirate captains, and I'm guessing that their names are indicative of what their ship's going to look like, what region they're from. So that's good to know. Uh, we've got four to start with. I, I don't know if there's going to be any more, but... Yeah. 
says, Unleash mighty tsunamis, send your enemy ships flying in stormy maelstroms, and literally release the Kraken. Okay, whichever one of those has a Kraken. Yeah. Solo co-op and PvP modes. Navigate the epic 20-chapter story of the Pirate Lord's quest to discover an ancient seat of power in solo-slash-co-op campaign mode. Work together to complete objectives in dynamic warfare mode, or embrace the pirate's life in free-for-all PvP deathmatch. Okay, right here. Um, 20 chapters. And I believe when I was watching a highlight of this on somebody's YouTube channel, they said that each chapter is going to be about 30 minutes. So that means it would be about a 10-hour campaign, which seems like a pretty decently lengthy game for VR. I'm, (laughs) I'm excited still. Okay, the next part says, Fully armed upgradable warships, 13 different ship-based weapons draw inspiration from naval battles both real and imagined. Command flak cannons, ballistae, axe throwers, and more. Okay, you can upgrade your ships, that's good. Player progression. From your captain's quarters, spend gold earned for matches to boost your ship's stats and arsenal, as well as leveling up your own pirate lord skills and abilities to turn the tides in your favor. Yes, I love RPG elements in games. That is awesome. All Sea No Sickness, Servio's proprietary immersive vehicle system, simulates the thrills of sailing upon the high seas without triggering nausea. Here's another company that has a proprietary style of movement or motion in their game. I think that's interesting that people are building engines and different styles to, you know, cater to, cater to their audience. That, that, that's awesome. And if it works, I'm, I'm good. I think that would be awesome. I'm saying awesome a lot. Um, so I'm going to knock it off. Battlewake Arcade. An arcade-optimized full version of Battlewake will launch July 1st, 2019 across Servios VR Arcade Network. Okay, now this is something I did learn about Servios that I think... um, And I don't know if this is what they need to do in order to survive until they get these games pumped out. But they own a VR arcade in the Los Angeles area. And they essentially release versions of their games in those arcades for people to play. I, I may have to make a trip out to L.A. to, to check this out and see what it's like. I, I've reached out to Servios. I'm waiting to hear back from them. And, and essentially, I essentially, <laughs> I am saying that a lot too as well, so... It says right here, to learn more about Battlewake or the closed beta, visit Battlewake.com. Now, I don't know if you are sensing a theme here, but here is another game that has a beta test. I will be including the link in the show notes so you can check it out if you have any interest in joining the beta test. 
and the email that you receive back comes to you comes to you from it's either the CCO or one of the co-founders of the company um, but yeah Battlewake looks to be a pretty incredible game now those were the two main games I wanted to highlight because they have the option to get into the beta test and I know a lot of uh, groups I follow. I don't particularly have a Facebook, but I, I kind of have a Facebook so I can follow some groups. I'm in a group called Oculus Quest Community. It's a closed group, uh, and there are people in there that love the whole side-loading option and the workaround for getting games on your Quest without having to go through the Oculus Store. But I think... If there's an option to play a game early and you can beta test it and kind of be a part of how that game is formed and developed, I think they would have interest in that as well. So there is Battlewake. Uh, Colonel, I'm trying to sneak around, but I'm dummy thick. So quickly, I want to talk about the two games that popped up in the Oculus Quest store today. The first is Republic VR. Now, as I said earlier, this was a game that I've seen in the store in, in GameStop for the PlayStation 4. And this was prior to it being for VR. And I have to say that I've always had a... It's always piqued my interest in some way, but I've never really took the plunge to pick it up or play it. But for $15, I, I'm going to buy it, and I'm going to play it, and I'm going to give it a review, and I'm going to review it right here on Oculus Questcast. So if you go to Camouflage's website, and they spell it funny, it's C A M. O-U-F-L-A-J dot com. They give you a rundown of some of their games, and, and they say right here, Republic VR, it was developed over 18 months. Republic VR brings all five episodes of the original game to Oculus Go and Gear VR. I'm sure that'll quickly be updated to the Quest as well, including previously console-only DLC costumes and game modes, three unique control schemes, and an all-new collectibles. Okay. So yeah, it looks like there are five different episodes. There's videos on here. I know very little about this game, except that it's a stealth game. You're sneaking around. Um, there's a trailer on here I'm going to check out. Now, this game does not follow the theme of there being a beta test. It, it comes out in a week. I will let you know in a week. Uh, or so. We'll see what the finances look like then. But I'll let you know what this game is all about. Um, now, I do have a game that I need to review called Journey of the Gods. I will not be doing that today. Today was mainly just spotlighting and highlighting 
So Republic VR, Republic VR, has, has anybody out there played this game for any VR system or, or just, I guess it first came out on iOS and then it was released on PlayStation 4. If, if you've played this game and, and you have particular feelings about it, if, if you don't remember it, that's fine. But if you have some particular feelings about it, either for the plus or the minus, um, please reach out to me. And any of the ways that you can reach out to me as aforementioned. I, I would love to know your thoughts on this. I would love to know what people are out there are thinking about this. Um, but I, I love stealth. Again, I I am seriously considering starting an entire podcast based solely around Metal Gear Solid. I am that much into that series. I've been a fan of it. Oh for so long so when a game comes out and they have stealth gameplay i of course i'm going to compare it to that but at the same time like the thought of sneaking around because that's how i play fortnite i some people call that camping if that's camping then i'm a camper i don't mean to be but i'm more gonna gather as many resources as i can i'm gonna scope out where everybody's gathering and kind of not be in that area. And I like that style of gameplay. Not everybody has to be all gung-ho and shooting and, and coming out. I try that sometimes, and I, I suck at it every time. But Republic VR looks like one of those games that I am going to love. So... Let's move on to the last game that's highlighted. Now, I'm... I have to laugh. This this visual novel. It's called Tokyo Chronos. It looks interesting. It looks like you are inside of an anime. And sometimes animes can be really good. I'm very particular about the animes I watch. I don't really watch a ton. But the ones I do watch, I am an avid fan of. Uh, two that I can mention right off the bat are One Punch Man and Sword Art Online. And if that makes me an anime poser, then I really don't care because I stopped caring about that sort of thing when I was in high school 20 forever ago. Um, but I, I have to laugh because I'm looking at their website and you go to the website, it's tokyochronos.com, and then there's a forward slash, and then there's two letters, E-N, another forward slash. Because if you don't have that E-N in there, you're coming, and it is all in Japanese, and you're like, uh, I have no idea what this says. But the translation, the translation is what I think is funny. So it's right now it says Game Info, and it says NVR. Next visual novel awaits beyond the screen. I'm not only the current games, but also all exciting games, you know, but also all existing games. The users are in front of the screens. In Tokyo Chronos, the users will be in the screen and experience the story with the characters. There are some of these words that have no spaces in between them. Let's see what the story says. Now loading. <laughs> to kill or not to kill, you decide. An empty, deserted Shibuya 
where time has frozen over. A mystery full of suspense woven by eight childhood friends trapped inside. A lost memory. A mysterious message. I am dead. Who killed me? Who is I? Why did we lose our memory? Who is the killer? Fragments shattered like a broken mirror. Where does the truth lie? If anybody has played this game, please let me know what it's like. <laughs> By sheer principle of the fact that all your base are belong to us, I need to know what this game is like. Oh, and then it gives you this... This really... <laughs> This really intricate uh, character map and how everybody's connected. And then, of course, there's question marks. That's okay. I, I, <laughs> when I get to it, I'll let you know what this is like. Otherwise, you're going to have to let me know first. Um, before I get out of here, I, I just quickly, I quickly want to go over this little device now. In one of my episodes, I believe it was the first one, maybe it was the second one, I talked about how I confirmed that you cannot play the Oculus Quest in the dark. Now, that that is true. However, there is a product. It's called an infrared illuminator. And it essentially uses light that are used in night vision to light an entire room. I, I will be including the link to Amazon for this device. I believe it is $21.99. Here, let's just verify here. The price of this device... Yes, it's $21.99. It's called the Vicky Lin V-I-K-Y-L-I-N Infrared Illuminator six LEDs, 90 degrees wide, angle IR illuminator. It just, it gets redundant after that. Um, and essentially, in one of the Facebook groups I was in, a guy purchased this in England because he, he lives somewhere where if he's playing it with the lights on, everybody around him is going to see him. And, and I could understand wanting your privacy when you are in VR. And I wouldn't want to be the focus of ridicule, even if it's all in my mind. So he bought this device. He turned it on. He turned off all the lights. He put the Oculus Quest on, and lo and behold, the entire room was illuminated perfectly for him to play without any issue whatsoever. So there is a way to play in the dark. You just need an infrared light. And I think that's cool. I, as someone who has an interest in starting businesses, I could potentially see having a bunch of Oculus Quests in dark rooms so people can play. I think that that's great. I think this is a very interesting device. It's relatively inexpensive. And, um, yeah, so those are my spotlights. I've, I only spotlighted about five things four games and, and this this infrared light i will be returning tomorrow with a review of a game it's either going to be rec room which i have not tried yet 
but I can spend time doing that tomorrow. Or it is going to be Journey of the Gods, which also I have not tried yet, but it is sitting there waiting for me, and I do love me some Legend of Zelda, so if it is anything like that, I'm going to let you know. I am just so glad to be able to, to get this information out there and to, to, to share it with you guys. And if you have anything to share with me, I'm, I'm all ears. Um, thank you again so much for supporting the show, for being here, for listening. And um, happy questing.